Ding, 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 diddling, ding. Bass Edge Radio. Bass Edge Radio, presented by MegaWare Keel Guard. Give your boat the edge. Put on the protection the pros use. Visit them at keelguard.com. Aaron, here we go. It's the end of September, episode number 216. Let's get it started now. know the importance of protecting your investments, so why use anything other than the toughest keel protector for your boat? Grinding sand, abrasive rocks, and concrete ramps are no match for our patented technology. KeelGuard keel protectors are made tough and made to stick. Their do-it-yourself installation takes less than an hour, providing the most dependable, most trusted keel protection for your boat, guaranteed for life. So give your boat the performance edge. Put on the protection the pros pick. KeelGuard keel protectors. Patented in 2000, perfected over years of testing and real-world punishment, the PowerPole is the ultimate shallow-water boat positioning tool. Swift, PowerPole deploys in seconds from anywhere in your boat. Virtually silent, PowerPole won't spook wary fish. Secure in strong current or gusting winds in up to 8 feet of water. Engineered to take it with a lifetime unconditional replacement guarantee on the spike. PowerPole, swift, silent, secure. Visit PowerPole.com to find a dealer near you. Bass Edge Radio. In three, two, one. You're listening to The Edge. Everything bass fishing. Coming to you nationwide from the Bass Edge Studios. Aaron, here we are, buddy. The tournament season is kind of winding down. We've got a few championships left that folks are out there fishing. You know, they've worked all year, worked really hard to get to some of these final tournaments of the year. And fall fishing's a little tricky, a little tough. But hey, look, it is time to put the whole year's work together in one plate. I know that you've got championships coming up. You got Bassmaster Championships going on. It's just the ending of the year, and we're getting deer hunting on the brain for a lot of folks. That's crazy. Yeah, a lot of people are already picking up their bows and already sitting in tree stands in Missouri, at least. But uh, as soon as we get done with this, I need you to talk a little quicker because I will be making cast as of today as I am on Stockton getting ready for the Central Pro Elite Championship. Certainly looking forward to that but you're exactly right Kurt great time of year however I will say it's not my favorite time of year to fish because the fishing tends to get a little bit more difficult but you know what this is where you have the opportunity to kind of show your skills and and really try and put the pieces of the puzzle together well I tell you this is the time of year that really the rubber meets the road the guys that are able to spend a few extra days out there on the water are typically the anglers that prevail this time of year the bass are beginning to be a little bit more active but let's face it most parts of the country they're not getting really active until october in november so even though we're adjusting into fall we're still not quite there yet in most parts of the country so um getting out there putting your time in is going to put more bass in the boat this time of year but i tell you what aaron let's move right into the next segment we've got the protect the harvest pro tip coming right this way
first by land and now by sea. For years, Lucas Oil has been a staple in high-performance vehicles on both the road and track. Now, from the makers of Lucas Oil comes Lucas Marine products, specifically engineered for marine applications. Protect and lubricate your marine inboard, outboard, or high-performance boat with Lucas Marine Engine Oil or Lucas Synthetic-Based Oil. Learn more about the complete line of Lucas Oil and marine products. Visit lucasoil.com. This is FLW champion Dave LaFebra, and you're dialed in to Bass Edge Radio with Aaron and Kurt. The Edge Pro Tip segment is brought to you by ProtectTheHarvest.com, keeping our traditions alive for future generations. Landing bass with Carl Jockamson. When fishing tournaments, what is the proper time to boat flip a bass versus lipping it? That's definitely one of the uh, good questions. You know, it's a tough one, but for me, it's definitely what hook you're using, whether you're using a single big strong hook or like on a jig or on a flipping bait or using fine wire treble, that usually makes the decision for me. So I think when you're using a big wide gap hook and you know you've got a good hook set on that fish, that's when I usually like to boat flip them. And the more time that they're in the water and they're swimming around and they're jumping, the more chance they've got of getting off. So I want to get them in the boat as quick as possible. But on a trebled style lure like a jerk bait or a top water bait, that's when I'm probably going to decide to comfort lift them into the boat. That's today's The Edge Pro Tip from protecttheharvest.com. Thanks, Carl. Two fishermen came together with one agenda to construct bass boats superior in design and build with a flawless finish with our boats exhilarating handling and smooth ride extreme rough water just doesn't exist we're not just building a boat we're building a legend legend boats In this episode's Lucas Oil Angler Spotlight, we are visiting with a great angler from the Northeast that enjoys catching bass a little closer to the water. Bass Edge welcomes host of the Real Deal Fishing Show and kayak bass angler Richie Michella. Looking forward to this segment with you, Richie. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Well, Richie, thanks for being here. And, you know, I see in your bio, according to what Kurt had sent me, that is, that uh, you're a Jersey guy from Rockaway, New Jersey, is it? Is that correct? Yes, it is. All right. Yep. Well, that's the hometown of Jay-Z? Actually, Jay-Z, New York, New Jersey, we both share a Rockaway, and he is actually the latter. He's not from Jersey, but... Okay, there you go, was. Aaron. Aaron, you got to check your rap. <laughs> Trivia. Well, it's I'm sorry. Well, no, I, I was reading that off of your tattoo from the, you know, you were his number one Facebook fan, and I know you got that tattoo <laughs> put across your shoulder blades. And I, dude, I just, uh, when we were fishing the other day, I just looked at it and I happened to see that that's what you had on there. So sorry for the bad assumption. Well, you know, uh, for, for such a small state, there's certainly a, a lot of great anglers that come from there. And and let's kind of, yeah, I guess, break definitely. the ice with uh, talking a little bit about your, your fishing show and the concept and where we can go to 
find kind of that action of fishing and, and the education component? Yeah, no, the uh, concept goes back to when I was in high school to the audio video club. And our teacher said, you got to put on a show, you got to edit it. I'm going to teach you how to edit it. And uh, it has to be about something you like to do. And uh, instantly, you know, I was drawn to fishing, you know, and I brought that back to the class. And since high school, I started bringing a video camera out on the boat with me or out on the kayak. And I started to tape fishing shows. And through high school, I learned how to edit. Um, I learned all about video production and everything that goes into making a show. And I carried that on into my adult life. And now I edit and produce the Real Deal Fishing Show. So the reality is Kurt has you on here because he's trying to get rid of me to bring you on as a co-host. <laughs> I see I see where this is going. <laughs> Aaron, actually, you, go. you know, when Richie and I began talking about all of his interests and things that he was involved with, I realized real quickly that we needed him on Bass Edge TV back in the early 2000s. Boy, that's no joke. No joke. <laughs> it would have been rocking. There you go. Oh, shucks. Hey, Richie, yeah, tell, us, tell us a little bit more about your show. What what, what kind of things can uh, Bass Edge listeners um, see when you're out there filming? Well, it could be seen on YouTube, you know, and right now we have uh, 109 shows up. And uh, what we do is we try to cover everything fishing. Just this past year, my friend bought a Skeeter Bass boat, my, you know, buddy Bill, who also does, you know, the show with me. He bought a Skeeter. So now we have the best of two worlds. We're in fishing kayaks and we're out on a Skeeter bass boat. So there's something for everybody that you can adapt to your, you know, bass fishing skills and fish on a kayak or you could fish on a bass boat, you know. It's just certain things you just have to tweak when you're in either one of them. But what we try to do is bring an educational aspect to our show and break down fishing, you know, just to make it simple where a novice can just pick up a rod and figure out how to use a bait and just break it down. Sounds perfect for my viewing because, you know, I think fundamentals are probably some of the most important aspects of this game and uh, you can never get enough of those. And I often tend to forget about the fundamentals. And Aaron, what about you, buddy? Are you feeling that that's, that's something that you got to stay on to? Well, I mean, you know, the unique thing is when you kind of look at what Richie described and then the whole premise of how Bass Edge even became about was based upon the education, but doing so in a way that didn't insult somebody's intelligence because they were trying to proselytize product and it's all about the education and delivering that in an entertaining fashion, you know, that's people can digest it. So I, th I think it's fantastic. And the more, you know, when right. you look at the cost of our sport, Richie, I don't know if that has anything to do with perhaps the choice of kayak over say your buddy's skeeter boat or if it's just yes. you know the, the natural being that close to the water and involved in the elements but Kurt and I've talked a lot about this too that you know we're concerned about the cost of the sport and the future of it yeah I mean for you know me I was that kid who stood on that shoreline and watched the guys go out in their bass boats and I wanted to do that just the thing was just starting out and 2000, 2001, I didn't have the funds to go out and buy a bass boat, but I did have the funds to save up enough and buy a $400 kayak. And with that kayak, I was able to get out where those bass boats were and fish next to these guys that were fishing in these bass boats. But then what I saw is a whole nother world kind of opened up where the kayak actually helps you get into spots where these guys in these big rigs, they can't get into. And talking about shallow water, doing shallow trips down rivers where there's rocks and stuff where you could get out of a kayak, move, you know, 10 feet, get back in your kayak, and you're into some nice smallmouth territory. And these guys are just watching you like, oh, wow, watch that guy catch those fish. And you're in the thickest, 
thickest of weeds. You're in the rockiest of areas where these guys can't get to. So then it opened up a whole new world for me. To tell you the truth, I love kayak fishing. It's nice to fish out of a bass boat and zoom across the lake. And, you know, you don't have to paddle that much. But there are places where fishing out of a kayak really shines. And just like your fishing rod, just like your tackle box, I look at my kayak as a tool. And it's a tool that lets me get into water that sometimes the bass boats can't get into. And what else does that mean? It means fishing low-pressured spots. Yeah, that really gets my blood pumping because it resonates so much uh, growing up as a kid. But let's, let's kind of shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum because kayak fishing is gaining such popularity. And earlier this year, an elite event in Kentucky Lake, an angler you know, mentioning a kayak tournament was going on where he was fishing the tournament, and they were fishing all all of his best stuff really showed me that, you know, kayak anglers are finding, like you mentioned right there, some of the best stuff, not only in the backwaters and the, and the natural streams, but the best stuff on these big lakes, deep or shallow. Where do you see kayak bass fishing going in the northeast, you know, part of the United States? Well, as, you know, a sport itself, I mean, it is growing and it has boomed since the early 2000s. I mean, I would say two, 2006, just really, it just caught fire. And you saw as you were driving on like the highways and stuff, more people having kayaks on top of their cars. And so, you know, lakes have, as I call them, the plastic navies. You know, you see all these, <laughs> yeah. you know, lar- large groups of kayaks floating by. But where I see it going, I see a lot of tournament uh, leagues that they're starting up. The KBF, it's a, a tournament trail that's national. These guys are going all over the country and they're fishing for money and they're pretty decent checks. Um, but just here in Jersey, we have the South Jersey Kayak Bass Fishing Club and it's run by the president, Lane L. And they're doing a great job. They are promoting the sport of kayak tournament fishing. So I really hope up here in the Northeast, it starts catching on and uh, they have a cool premise. I mean, they have this measuring board when you catch the fish. It's it's not by the weight that you're catching them by. It's by the size of the fish. And it all goes up on this little board, measure them, you get the size. So if you're catching 12, 14-inch bass all day and your buddy catches a six-pounder but he's short and stubby, <laughs> your buddy who caught those little four-inch you know, bass could possibly win the tournament by inches. So it's not done by pounds. It almost so, sounds a, a little bit like Major League Fishing in a way. Obviously, Major League Fishing, they're weighing the fish and doing it, but right. you can weigh in as many as you want. And here, it's almost the same thing, but by length. That's a cool concept. I like that a lot. Yeah, and, you know, these tournament leagues, they're popping up. Like like I said, there's a national circuit. And then you're starting to see them pop up in states, you know, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania. So I really hope as, you know, the years go on, maybe Bass, maybe FLW. I mean, this it would really be great to see a large national organization get a hold of it and capitalize on kayak bass fishing because it is growing and the great thing about the sport is the price point's great. You could get into it at $200 or you could get into it for a few thousand dollars. There's nobody who really can't get into a kayak and have fun and catch fish. That's super cool. You know, you talked a little bit about some of the other organizations that are going on, but you're doing a lot of great things in the industry as well for kayak fishing. I saw where you were in Kayak Angler Magazine and did some articles also in some other really nice publications. You also have what you call Kayak Bass Class. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing there in the Kayak Bass Class and the basics we need to understand that you're providing through that course? The Kayak Bass Class pretty much started because I was that kid who would walk 
walk into a store and get that overwhelming feeling when you looked at all these different colored baits and lures and then to apply that to your kayak fishing. So what I started to do was contact local fishing stores in the areas and I said, you know, if you let me come in, I would be more than happy to present this bass class. And what we do in it is we break down and simplify would be the key word to use. We simplify kayak bass fishing. We bring in a few baits, we bring in a few rods, we talk about the advantages of fishing out of a kayak and what I really heavily talk about is kayak power fishing and you guys know you guys are tournament anglers power fishing you're covering water quick and when you're in a kayak most of everybody out there is paddling with a paddle you sometimes have to go with the wind at times you know you're going to be blown across the lake well don't let that get you down as you're blown across the lake power fishing and you'll be surprised on how many humps and drop-offs that you find that you can actually catch a lot of fish out of so we talk heavily about the kayak power fishing we bring in baits we bring in rods and by the end of the day when these people are leaving our classes you kind of have a demystified look at kayak bass fishing you know <laughs> just by breaking down some simple basics well and richie to me that sounds like you know go so many times we've talked about like you get fogged in and you got to start fishing close around the ramp maybe you're just out recreational fishing or something like that and you don't want to take the danger of, of running across the <laughs> lake in a big boat but it really causes us to get out of the prison between our two ears and open yeah. up and expand our horizons to unlimited possibilities. Yeah, and that's what it offers. I mean, if you're not out on the water by four or five, you know, in the morning, you don't want to join that conga line that's beating the shoreline, you know, and that's where I get out on my kayak. I'll go out into the middle of the lake and I'll start breaking down water. You know, I'll, I'll rig up a chatterbait and I'll be throwing the chatterbait out, make 15, 20 casts, get no bite on that before you leave the spot. You throw a finesse worm, you throw a jig, and you move on. Especially when you're fishing from a kayak, the overwhelming factor comes in. When you look at this big lake and you have to cover it, you want to leave by the end of the day saying you fished as much as the lake as possible. And that's where kayak power fishing and fishing from a kayak kind of go hand in hand. Well, you know, we've covered several items about kayak bass and except some of its versatility and how you might be able to sample fisheries. Many others don't have the opportunities with a traditional bass boat like you mentioned earlier. Can you tell us a story that having an advantage has made a difference for you? Yeah, I actually was challenged by a good friend of mine. We we're both in love with frog fishing. So there's this lake in Jersey that has a lot of pads to it. And we both said, by the end of the day, you bring your cell phone, I bring mine. Let's see who catches the most fish frogging. So right before we went out that you know day, I looked at Google Maps. Google Maps is a huge asset to have when you're a kayak angler, when you're any angler. You look at the water, you can look at some depth changes. But I did before this trip was I pulled up Google Maps and I started looking at the lake and I saw this back end that looked like there was a little stream that flowed into it. I was able to get into thick lily pads and oh boy, I felt like Bill Dance on like one of his forum ponds. <laughs> one pass after the other and solid, you know, two, three pounders here, you know, up in the Northeast. That's a pretty decent bass that you're catching. Yeah. So by the end of the day, he, he comes in, I come in and I, he just was blown away, you know, 
by the frogging that I did. And actually, after this trip, he went out and he bought himself a kayak because he's like, that is a frogging machine. <laughs> <laughs> Richie taught him a lesson, right? <laughs> yeah, he definitely got frogged that day, you know. Uh, and that's one of my favorite things to do. If you're a kayak angler, you would definitely, for a tool, like I said, a kayak is, you know, a tool to me. It shines when you're frog fishing. You could be floating in two inches of water or you could be out there and really deep water. The kayak gets you anywhere. That's awesome. Hey, fellas, we need to take a short break. Bass Edge Radio will be right back. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a super start battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Bass Edge Radio, presented by MegaWare Keelguard, returns with specialist kayak angler Richie Moschella in the Lucas Oil Angler Spotlight. Lucas Oil high-performance marine products, from real oils to two-cycle outboard oil that surpasses all manufacturers' requirements. Visit them at lucasoil.com. It works. Earlier this year, we chatted with kayak bass fisherman Chad Hoover. I believe it was episode 199, Aaron. There we discussed, obviously, a lot of spring fishing tactics from a kayak. Richie, how are you going to attack some fall bass? And we're approaching late September right here. What are your favorite tactics to use while fishing from a kayak? Well, to me, in the fall, it's kind of like the reverse of springtime bass fishing. As the water becomes more cold and the temperatures start to cool into the 70s and then eventually the 60s, I find that the bite kind of gets triggered from this late summer pattern where sometimes the dog days of summer have these bass in a funk. I find that the bass get more aggressive in, you know, the fall. I feel like they hit more faster moving baits. I like throwing the chatter bait. That's one of my favorite baits to use in the fall because you can use it so many different ways. You can jig it, throw it out, you can twitch it back to the boat like a jerk bait, have it get into the weeds. What I'll start to do though is I'll look for steeper shorelines, vertical drops, shallow flats adjacent to deeper water. Structure plays a huge key in the fall too as the waters are cooling and the sun starts shining down. If you find any rocks, any logs in the water, great for cranking. So usually I'll have a chatterbait rigged up, finesse worm, crankbait, and with the crankbait I'll look for rip wrap, look for those boulders because they're going to hold in the heat of the sun and they're going to be a hangout point for you know bass, especially with logs. And as the day moves on, you'll find me out in the deeper water, you know, looking for healthy weeds. I'll be following the bait fish. You'll see as fall starts coming on, the bait fish are going to start schooling up and start moving around the lake. And when you locate the bait fish, you're going to locate the bass. And definitely with that chatter bait, I cast it out, let it fall down to the bottom, jig it up, let it fall down and you just keep that up and most of the time because these fish are so aggressive you could catch a few fish off one spot awesome those are all great tips richie i tell you what we're gonna move right into our o'reilly auto parts listener question segment o'reilly auto parts better parts better prices every day this question comes from tom miles of chad's ford pennsylvania tom asks all the articles i have read about choosing the right rod and reel for crankbaits have almost the same specific specifics as rods and reels for spinner baits should i have one rod for both if they are that similar
similar, or should I have two different rods with slightly different specifics? That's a good question, Tom. What I like, my spearbait fishing, I like a medium to light rod. That gives me that bass tip for good hook sets and also offers a good backbone. For crankbaits, I like a medium action or medium heavy. I feel that it's a solid rod for cranking and you don't get that bass tip that you would have in a spinnerbait rod. Technique rods are out there on the market where you can look into getting a spinnerbait rod and a cranking rod. Also, overall, I say if you're catching fish and you're not losing them, you're not getting bad hook sets, go for it. You know, if you're comfortable using Using a spinnerbait rod for cranking, go for it. Personally, for my crankbaiting, I like a medium action or a medium heavy. And for the spinnerbait, I like that medium to light because I want my tip to be a little more soft when it comes to setting the hook for my spinnerbaits or even chatterbaits. You're throwing out a crankbait, throwing out spinnerbaits, kind of like an eight to one gear, you know, ratio. I really love my quantum speed freak. That really gets, you know, the job done for me. Let's be really power fish quick, get those Beats out, get them in, keep casting, because that's another key, too, in the fall. Well, Richie, does that change? I know you're a ambidextrous angler, meaning going from the big boats, traditional bass boats, to the kayak, as we mentioned. Does that change when you go from the larger boats to the smaller boats just because of space requirements? Yeah, when I fish out of my friend's bass boat, it's definitely different. You know, you don't have to power fish so much. You can actually rig up a finesse worm or a swim bait and fish a little slower but out of a kayak when you're on a bass boat kayak i mean it's definitely pretty much the same skills that you're bringing on to it you know being that i'm fishing out of the back of you know the bass boat i'm watching him in the front you know i might not be fishing the ideal situations that i'm comfortable with because i'm more of a power fisherman my friend's more of a finesse angler so when you're fishing out of the back of the boat you are still you know pounding the water trying to get the fish that he didn't catch and you are still somewhat limited on space by being in the back of the boat. Yeah, and space becomes, uh, you know, like a pretty big deal because you can't bring a bunch of rods out there with you. You know, you, you have to break it down, bring only three, bring maybe four, and uh, definitely shoot, you know, for you know the fences there. Well, that's great stuff. Richie, thanks for answering that question for Tom. Tom, be sure to send us an email that you heard your question answered on the show, and we'll send out that $100 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card. And remember, Bass Edge Nation, listener questions and comments should be sent to our email address support at bassedge.com or leave us a comment on our social media outlets at facebook and twitter well hey richie thanks again for spending the time with us today man it was great having you on bass edge radio oh, thank you it was a pleasure talking to you guys you bet man you got any closing thoughts for our listeners today well you know i just want to talk about real quick you know those guys out there when you hold up a picture of a fish you know it's all great but when you can teach somebody how you caught that fish that's an awesome thing to do you you know, you're passing down the sport with a ripple effect where it helps state funding, where, you know, more, you know, license sales will happen, more people have fun fishing, and it's a win-win for, you know, everybody. So educate the public. You know, this year I'm really excited that I teamed up with iBass360. They're a family of anglers who share the passion of bass fishing from old and young who want to educate the public. They work on a community level and they work on a national level. You know, their slogan is live well, fish well. And you know what? It's all about educating the public, creating positive fishing, you know, for everybody out there and breaking it down because fishing's fun. It all comes down to that. You should have fun fishing. It shouldn't be something that's hard to do. So 
that's our mission here at the Real Deal Fishing Show is get people fishing, get them hooked on this great sport that we love so, so much. That's great advice. And speaking of getting people fishing, you know, I know one of the things that we appreciate of, of doing our job is talking with all of you anglers. Right now, you're setting what? On the banks of Cape Cod. So, uh, Cape doing- Cod, we're fishing these nice, clear, clear lakes here. And as I'm talking to you, buddy, <laughs> a nice three-pound smallie just, just went right under the kayak. <laughs> well, I know. I keep, I, keep, I keep getting these texts from you telling, saying that, hey, Kurt only told me this interview was going to be 22 minutes. So we'll, we'll, we'll let you get back on the water, Richie. But in the meantime, I am going to be sure to check out the fishing episodes. And, uh, you know, thanks for sharing your knowledge with us. And, and more importantly, thanks for promoting the message and really all of the benefits that being involved in nature and bass fishing has to offer everyone that's out there. Bass Edge Radio will return in a moment. This is Pro Angler, Gerald Sensabaugh. Be sure and stay tuned for more Bass Edge Radio. Now you can order Bass Edge Season 3 on DVD. Own the best resource for tips and techniques in bass fishing as host Aaron Martin tackles lakes across the country with the industry's top pro anglers, including Denny Brower, Boyd Duckett, Randy Howell, and Dave Wolak. This two-disc set includes all 13 episodes. That's over 10 hours of Bass Edge, including interviews, bloopers, and highlights, all for just $19.95. Order online at BassEdge.com. And be sure to check out previously released DVDs like Bass Edge Seasons 1 and 2 and Electronics 101. Bass Edge, Season 3, now on DVD at BassEdge.com. Kurt, we did it. We finally got off of the uh, lengthy track of going way over our allotted time slot, and that has mainly to do with, I need to go fishing. Yeah, and because Richie brought the goods real quick. Really great angler, you know, really fun to watch some of his shows. You know, I I like the way that Richie articulates trying to keep things simple. I oftentimes get in the boat and I see all this great tackle and equipment that I have. And then, you know, sometimes struggling, when do I use that or when do I use this? Or I look in a box, I'm like, oh my God, I haven't used this in like three years. Why do I still have this here? So paying attention to those fundamentals and really, you know, getting started in kayak bassing is super cheap. And it's a growing aspect of this great industry. So uh, Richie brought the goods, had a fun time chatting with him today. Yes, me too. And I think one of the points that really resonated with me, and I think as Bass Edge Nation, we should all challenge ourselves to spend a day, spend a couple days trying spots, fishing areas that we normally never, ever cast a line. And also, like you said and alluded to, trying baits that's been, you know, collecting dust or rust or whatever in our tackle boxes that we don't go and pick up a lot of times and just try and expand those horizons because I I do think that is one of the things that kayak fishing does. It brings it back, brings it home, keeps it simple, and just gets back to the enjoyment of being in nature and really the love and the passion that keeps us all involved in this sport. We are out of time and have reached the end of episode 2116 on this 15th day of September. In the meantime, everybody enjoy the rest of their early fall, and we will see you next time right here on episode 217, October 1st. For Kurt Dove, I am Aaron. So long, everybody. 
You know the importance of protecting your investments, so why use anything other than the toughest keel protector for your boat? Grinding sand, abrasive rocks, and concrete ramps are no match for our patented technology. Keel Guard keel protectors are made tough and made to stick. Their do-it-yourself installation takes less than an hour, providing the most dependable, most trusted keel protection for your boat, guaranteed for life. So give your boat the performance edge. Put on the protection the pros pick. Keel Guard Keel Protectors. The Edge is presented by Keel Guard. For more information on Bass Edge or to shop at the Bass Edge online store, visit BassEdge.com. And be sure to join Kurt Dove and Aaron Martin right here on another episode of The Edge. Brought to you in part by Legend Boats, O'Reilly Auto Parts, Lucas Oil Products, ProtectTheHarvest.com, Mercury Marine, Lowrance, PowerPole, and Rapaholic.com.